guess what? You'll still be alright. Oh we'll convert your children. Yes, we will. Reaching one and all, there's really no escaping it. Cause even grandma likes RuPaul. And the world's. I hate these people. They're coming for your children. Welcome to another episode of the Carpe Fide Podcast, where if the shoe fits, you wear it. And if the truth hurts, you bear it. I am Justin Gruber. And I am Jesse Gruber. And today we hope you will seize Seize the the faith. faith. Well, another episode here of the Carpe Fide Podcast. Welcome. Welcome to whenever you're listening to this. This is one of the rare morning recordings, or at least daylight hour recordings of the Carpe Fide Podcast, so... We have no idea what you're going to get out of us today. It's, we don't know. You don't know. It's going to be crazy. It's one big question mark. But we've arrived at episode 62, and today's episode is entitled, Who's Your Daddy? Your Parents or the Government? Uh, and while that topic could be vast, broad, and very wide and deep, we're going to focus that in on particularly how the there's a giant battle between uh, in education, whether or not parents should be educating their children on something as intimate as sexual uh, topics or whether it is the government that gets to decide these things. And so we're going to talk about that today as it relates particularly to the idea of the progressive sexual movement and the transgender ideology. We're going to file this one under things the founding fathers never would have imagined. (laughs) Yeah, if honestly, (laughs) you ever just think maybe they made us a little too free? (laughs) No, they just continued to use rational thought while we have abandoned it on the dumpster fire trash pile of stupidity. (laughs) They were Uh, like, there's no way rational human beings will think this way. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm not a man. Oh, man. All right. We're going to dive oh, right yeah, in. Yeah, I see. You did it. We have so many. You said, um, oh, man. <laughs> I see. Oh, yeah. man. I get it. Oh, boy. Girl, <laughs> man, chim, sis. I don't know. <laughs> we should try to We should try to do like a spoof episode on purpose where we try not to use any gendered pronouns. Oh, my gosh. That would be so great. We'll have to release that for our, you know, uh, behind the paywall carpe fide, which doesn't exist. <laughs> AKA free. Oh, that'll be such an entertaining episode. Uh, anyway, um, which of these five, four, six, eight stories do you want to start with, Justin? We have so many things to talk about. We're going to try to go through this as efficiently as possible. We'll just start with this because this is a great way to kick it off. Actually, hold on. Oh, I just like saying, hold on. I think we should say something emphatically uh, before we start. And I don't think we need to, but I think it should be said for the record. You ready? Ready. Genesis 1 and 2 clearly state that God made male and female that he made them in his own image. And it is because of that very basic and fundamental understanding to human uh, biology and also spirituality uh, that we will now lash out against this LGBTQ ideology because God made men and women and Joe Biden sure didn't. And I think additionally to that, right up front, to be honest uh, and clear about what we want to communicate. I am a man and so are you. And that's great. Uh, and I, I didn't know that was a question. My uh, pronouns are stop asking. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, <laughs> what is also important for us to say is we as uh, uh, biblical Christians read God's word and want to acknowledge uh, that sin has caused a great uh, amount of pain and hurt in people across all times and in all places. Um, And 
and we should not embrace sin. Rather, we want to push sin back with the truth of God's love. Uh, and we want the best for all people. And that is specifically why we cannot live the lie um, of the transgender ideology and pretty much every aspect of the progressive sexual movement. Um, we love people, and so we speak the truth in that love. Uh, so we are going to be passionate today because we're talking about um, how these ideologies are coming directly for our children. Uh, but at no point does that mean there aren't uh children, adults that struggle with this because sin is pervasive in every aspect of culture. So we want to say that up front as well. This is about truth. Uh, This is about being a strong parent that loves your child. And if you're a strong parent that loves your child, you're going to have to divorce yourself from, from living lies and telling lies to your child. So, Amen. All right. And now we get into... The topic. So to start us off, this will be the most recent thing, and it'll kind of point to the other at, the other stories that we're going to address. Um, the Biden administration uh, has endorsed fully transgender youth sex change operations, including everything from top surgery to hormone therapy, uh, and they've done so in a series of documents. They have started. Uh, they started out by using the Department of Health and Human Services uh, to release a document. Uh, that document uh, is referred to. Uh, it's titled Gender Affirming Care and Young People. So, again, this is specifically centering, centering around youth, young people, children, even. Um, I love and, how, like, nobody younger than my grandparents called children young people. <laughs> yeah, they're just children. Uh, so, hey, there you young people. <laughs> so, they, in this, this brief uh, top, this brief document, um, that has been released through the Department of Health and Human Services and the Office of Population Affairs. Um, it's just, there's just a lot of stuff in there. Um, they refer to transitioning uh, as um, healthcare a lot, and um, that is just incredibly dangerous. Um, they, they say things like a safe and affirming healthcare environment is critical for fostering better outcomes for transgender, non-binary, and other gender expansive children and adolescents. Medical and psych- psychosocial of gender affirming healthcare practices have been demonstrated to yield lower rates of adverse mental health can- outcomes, build self-esteem, and improve overall quality of life for transgender and gender diverse youth. And <laughs> they, probably, they probably let the same people run that study as they did all those COVID studies, right? <laughs> Like I, I've literally never. This document has has Anthony Fauci written all over it. It does. <laughs> just right? Did the just NIH kidding. put that out? Oh, no, no, no. Although you um, know what? Honestly, this line of thinking really does make sense because you know when we're talking about like safe and affirming and all of that stuff, we're really just talking about like things like uh, you know sending crack pipes into cities and stuff like that. Like there are literally a whole document. <laughs> like, like just think, like think about right. it. because they're like, oh, it's a safe environment. I'm like, I'm sorry. Well, you know, playing with fun. you don't play with like what do you, what do you mean <laughs> like safe environment for what right and, unsafe practice? And here's what's infuriating: this document is put out by my tax pay. My 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 tax dollars have put this document out. This comes directly from the Health and Human Services Office of Population Affairs. And let me let me say something very very clearly, very clearly, <laughs> very clearly. <laughs> the words I just read uh, that sound very very nice, this God of niceness that we should affirm 
use affirming healthcare practices, that we should use the right terms, that we want to build self-esteem and improve quality of life, is all centered around the lie of the transgender ideology and gender uh, inclusivity and gender affirmation. The whole thing is a lie. Yes, you would make their... To be sure, to do these things would make the life easier of a person that is suffering from gender dysphoria, but making life easier for someone to live against the creative order they have been given, the the glory that God has instilled in their very genetic code, making life easier for that lie is not good for them. Right. This is this sounds nice, but it is destructive. It is pervasive, and it is perversive. Perversive? Per- perverted. 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 I mean, it's harmful. I mean, it's, it is classic. You know, this foundation is sand, and it's folly, uh, and, well, it's destructive. I mean, when you build something on a foundation of sand, it, it falls down, and it'll hurt people. You know, that's... Uh... Similarly, the same day... Um, the substance abuse... It's almost like they planned this. He really would think. A separate organization, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, their particular branch called the National Child Traumatic Stress Network, the NCTSN, uh, released a parallel document. And this one is... uh, I I find things in this one to be even... Even worse. Well, first off, there's way more words in this one. Yes, uh, this document is also longer. They give uh, uh, just they give they give bullet points about what you're going to do to relieve the stress of transgender of trans ideology, and it's just the bullet points make me so. Take responsibility for your own knowledge and understanding of gender diversity. You, 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 the parents, you parents, you need to learn. And stay up to date on all the evidence-based research and best practices. You need to attend trainings, read work by transgender and gender diverse writers. You you need to do this so that you can know and establish. You need to believe and validate. Wait, 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 wait. before you read this one. First, you're not in the proper reading position. I've noticed. No one else can see this, but I can. All right, so first, what you have to do, take your fist and, and ball it up. Okay. And just raise it high over your head, okay? Like you're like you're punching God, okay? Okay. Yeah. Th- no, 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 straighter, higher. No, no. Yeah, like that. Yep. Now you can read it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's what I would do if I was affirming this. Next bullet point, believe in validation. No, it's, it's identifying it with the communist. I know. BLM. Yes, it does. It is literally the, the fist of every communist Marxist organization that has ever raised on every flag, yes, you're thinking of a flag with a fist, and then maybe the colors have changed. Maybe it's red and white, or maybe it's black and white. But the same fist is Marxist. It is Marx setting up the proletariat and the bourgeoisie. In this case, again, as last week's episode highlighted, the proletariat is those in a minority of of affected class in the sexual revolution. And the, the bourgeoisie are the the haves, right? Not the have-nots, the haves, are everyone with a rational thought in their head that says, I was made as a man or I was made as a woman and warring against that is absolutely and utterly foolish and only is set up to hate God. All right. For the record, I just I did not know you were going to launch into a little sermon. Your fault. I, I was trying to just, it. I was just doing a, a joke, but it didn't seem like you got it. You didn't uh, give no, me enough I to let me know that I got it. don't find it so. funny. This is infuriating. <laughs> oh, Sorry. <laughs> 
How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> where's, where's Greta Thunberg when I where's need Where's Greta? Uh, here's another bullet point. Believe and validate youth when they share their gender identities with you. There is no qualifier to this. You must believe and validate you by always using and valid. Oh, listen, listen to these words by always using and validating the names, pronouns, and identities that youth share with you, even if those change while they are exploring their identities. Forget that. How about what this? The heck? You think you think oh maybe they're talking about teenagers. No, here's the next sentence. Many children 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 are aware of their own gender identity as early as three to five years old. This is garbage. Everything about this is garbage, and this is also made using funding that comes through the government by you and me. Oh my gosh, I just realized that gay harmonic choir was right. <laughs> they oh yeah, they yes. do want our children. <laughs> yes, it turns out turns out <laughs> they were absolutely correct when they said they were coming for our children. They are coming. You've got to find that play. <laughs> they are coming <laughs> for our children. I believe it was a California. San, I want to say San Francisco. Yeah. Anyway. They made the song and they played it. And it turns out when they said they were coming for our children, they were not lying. And this is the, what I've just read is As coming we to celebrate. The, is coming. Honey, <laughs> just this once. I don't think this is it. Your children. Yes, yes it is. Will. Yes, go back. Guess what? You'll still be alright. We'll convert your children. Yes, we will. Reaching one and I hate these people. They're coming for your children. Uh, it gets worse than that when they actually make. Can I just say whole harmonicas? This in. dude we'll, looks. We'll scary. Convert your children. Oh, to be it's, clear, it's a joke, Justin. It's a it's a joke. It was. It's not. Uh, the problem is, it's not. And this is the Biden administration. So we jump from the Biden administration and also a joke. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay, if you're not going to take this seriously, I don't know how to deal with you. Today. I'm sorry. It's it's <sighs> it's traumatic for me. Okay. Humor is my trauma mechanism. Okay. Well, Jesse's going to jump in and read some of another of of one of the things that's triggering all of this. One. That we're not going to go into it, but the Texas uh, Texas government, um, particularly the uh, governor Governor Abbott in Texas, has uh, signed a. I, I'm going to. I don't know if it was an executive order from the governor office or if it was a, a bill into law. It, it the the idea was that it is actually harmful to your child and therefore uh, parental abuse to for to transition your child, um, and in that it included. Hormone blocking. Uh, it included. It, it included hormone blocking. It you just got hacked by the surgery. It, it Your turned, computer just. My uh, computer just got randomly had pop ups for education of some sort. Trans education. No, it's probably because I let my children use my laptop for school, and then I watch oh, yeah. what they're doing, and then I get all these educational ads, and I'm like, I don't want. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, and and so the you can Biden administration and play games at the had same to time. come out against this ideology. They had to do something because not only did the Texas governor pass this law saying that it was it was abusive to your child to do these things, but then we have what many have said is the "Don't Say Gay" bill in Florida, which is absolutely asinine because it is not what it is at all. And they're just trying to lie to you to make you feel to make you feel like you need to worship the God of niceness and stand on their side. Rather, it is called the parental. Rights and Education Act, and Jesse's going to read some key points 
uh, from this document now to highlight what's happening in Florida. Yes. Um, I thought it was important to read this stuff because we keep hearing about this don't say gay bill. Um, but, you know, un- until recently, I hadn't, hadn't actually read it. And um, so now you, our listeners, will be more informed than almost any leftist who thinks that this is a don't say gay bill. Um, so this is on page three of the document. We will link it in the show notes uh, on page three. Uh, section one. Uh, see, it says this. It says, in accordance with the rights of parents enumerated in blah, 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 um, adopt procedures for notifying a student's parent if there is a change in the student's services or monitoring related to the student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being and the school's ability to provide a safe and supportive learning environment for the student. The procedures, and these are procedures for the districts, the procedures must reinforce the fundamental right of parents to make decisions regarding the upbringing and control of their children by requiring school district personnel to encourage a student to discuss issues relating to his or her well-being with his or her parent or to facilitate discussion of the issue with the parent. So here you can automatically just start seeing the arrows pointing from the school district back to the parent, back to the parent, back to the parent. The procedures may not prohibit parents from accessing any of their students' education and health records created, maintained, or used by the school district as required by section 1002.22-2, whatever. So that's that's the first point. Do you have any anecdote for the first point? We're just going to blaze ahead. Keep going. Uh, Section three is where a lot of people uh, really got, or paragraph three rather, Um, this is on page four towards the bottom. It says classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a matter that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. And this is where we get something like, it's a don't say gay bill. Well, I'm sorry, activist um are cisgendered people not part of your sexual orientation slash gender identity thing are are you know people who identify as biological men and biological women are they not also included in your sexual orientation or gender identity this is not particularly targeting aberrant ideologies in sexuality it's also targeting uh, actual normative uh, ideologies as well, uh, true ideologies. This is this. All of this is saying is that your kindergartner through a third grader really shouldn't get to learn about all of these things by our school districts, mm-hmm. because I'm sorry, the Constitution gave no educational power to the government whatsoever. By the way, um, so this is really just throwing that right back on the parents. Look if. Florida is not banning parents from teaching those things to their kids. They're saying that the school districts have no business doing that. And I'd say they are absolutely right. I mean, I would go much farther than that, but I would say that they're at least in this, they're absolutely correct. A hundred percent. It's, it's a hundred percent. Correct. Um, the, the fact that we've gotten to this point is just so clown world. It is, this is clown world right here. And let's be clear what you're seeing. Um, what you're seeing uh, on the TikTok and the Instagram and the Twitter is videos of teachers in Florida saying that they are scared, right? What are we going to do when uh, when my kindergartner, or by the way, just to be clear, the, the age range for this bill's application is, uh, I believe it's pre-K through third. So we're talking four to nine-year-olds, uh, which I don't know, uh, just rationally speaking, uh, need zero education on... Um, even the biological processes of sexual reproduction. They don't need to have any of it 
uh, from the Department of Education. Sorry, uh, just straight up. Don't need it. Um, with their eyes, they can look and see that it requires a, a, a mommy bird and a daddy bird to uh, fertilize eggs and have baby birds. It's not hard to do. And if they want need... to, like, come on, come on. I was playing with Hot Wheels, okay? Like, yeah, you were playing no, with G.I. Joe's. No, I had no idea. I had no idea. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't let's, pla- let's just be real. <laughs> I wasn't playing with G.I. Zers or Zims. I was playing with G.I. Joe's. Anyway, I, I just, and I want to say. Jada Smith? <laughs> I want to say we're, we're having all of these teachers come out with these videos like how am i going to what am i going to do what if they ask me a question what do you well, mean this bill well, says you point them back to their parents what, is you, what this what, what do you says. mean a question like what like what if they ask me what i did this weekend and i have to tell them right i, I mean <laughs> i went sorry, I went, wake, I went wakeboarding with my partner well no you don't have to tell them that or fine tell them that and then when they say what's a partner you say go ask your parents like i don't first of all why the heck have we gotten to the point in in education where where everything must be known like that never happened before no it's the social media and <laughs> that's what's happened we have become so connected with social media it's ridiculous like there's no reason for an eight-year-old to care what you've done with your weekend as a teacher there's just no reason well i didn't know what my teachers did in high school on the weekends and i went to a small school it wasn't important in education and 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 here's the other here's the other thing you're constantly seeing teachers referring to their classrooms as my kids. So help me, if a teacher says my kids to me, they may receive a Will Smith to the face. Because, <laughs> no, that is not your child. You are very, very confused. It is your job to educate my child. In fact, my child is not, and this goes for the small school that I now said my children to because I was not going to let them sit in a classroom where any of this crap could have accidentally been taught. Here, here. Um, but, but it doesn't matter whether it's that, that school or a public school. If a teacher says to you, I have to have the right to do blank to my kids, and they're not speaking of some offspring that came from their genetic material, and they're speaking about your child, they should receive a open-palmed, very light, shame slap to the face. They are not their children. Their job is to educate them on reading, writing, and arithmetic. That is literally their only job. Well, I mean, yeah, no, never. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, let's not go into the philosophy of education. I used the little colloquialism on purpose know, just so I we know, could I move know. forward. I Sorry, I got a little off topic. I get a little frustrated. Um, <laughs> so that is that is that is the don't say gay part of the don't say gay bill. It does not mention... Don't say gay at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually. I and, just read it. I didn't uh, see it, it in there. It doesn't. It says, if your children ask, uh, tell them to talk to their parents. Because, wow, why is, that, why is that such a big deal? Because the question is, who's your daddy? They don't want parents to be involved in the education of students you know what, you know i just want to say i just realized why this is coming up it's because at computer class my um my son is <laughs> i think my son is having yeah he's literally having math class with it online using google classroom for activities and so because he's logged in in his google account on my computer that's why this is happening. <laughs> it's not going away uh, i'm going to just ignore it but anyway that's kind of funny that is really uh, funny. I, guess I, could, I could literally watch my t- my child's math education right now but it's during a podcast so this is highly inconvenient <laughs> yes this is why we record in the middle of the night when no one will bother us ever <laughs> anyway um yeah it is they want to be your daddy 
they want to be your mother. They want to be your entire extended family. They want you to find your sustenance, your nourishment, your finances, all of your education, all of your resources coming strictly through uh, the government. Um, so if you if you want to actually disengage from that, you're going to it's going to cost you the hard work of realizing what's going on and realizing that your actual uh, right as a parent is to be the parent. These, the, the government cannot be your parent. Uh, I think every year, I forget which congressman every year uh, that they have been a congressman has simply wrote, written, a, written a one word sentence bill proposal that simply states, I propose to defund defund and remove the Department of Education. And every year, why that bill is not passed, I do not know why. It should be a, it should absolutely be signed. The Department of Education is wholly unnecessary and it is gross. The, all right. Agreed. All right. Anyway. There was only one candidate in 2016 that had a balanced budget. It netted us, I think it netted us $56 a year in excess. And do you know who that candidate was? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, <clears throat> let me see if I can highlight what candidate that would, that would have been. Yeah, yeah, that would be Rand Paul, who had a balanced budget. Uh, Dr. Fauci, uh, could you please tell me why we employ you at all? That is not his voice. I tried. It was hard to get into character when I haven't been doing it in a while. Yeah, it's, Either way, I was right. So You were right, yes, Rand Paul. <laughs> um, all right, so this stuff carries us right into our state. So we, again, for those of you who may be listening new to this, we live in a new Jersey, which is French for New Jersey. Um, <laughs> I was like, what? I'm like, what? <laughs> we live in New Jersey and we live in Southern New Jersey. Um, and uh, we're speaking about this as two parents who knowing this, was, this is happening, coming, starting, being here. Uh, we, one of us uh, is a homeschool parent. Hey. And one of us has their child in private uh, Christian education, and it is very literally small and very private and also overtly Christian. If anyone wants to teach chapel last week, yeah, which cool. was really fun. And then you got good feedback on it, too. Yeah, and then the teacher better. was like, oh, the kids are talking about what you said. And I was like, well, I did talk to them like they could process all levels of theology, and uh, that's always fun for kids. So Yeah, and <laughs> if, any, if anyone wants to move to New Jersey, I'm starting a classical conversation uh, chapter. Yes, he is. Their town. Yes, and if you tell people all that and they move to New Jersey, you may also need to have more than one chapters going on, so good luck with that. Yeah. Come with <laughs> us. Join <laughs> us. Join <laughs> us. Everyone's like, move to Moscow, Idaho, and I'm like, move to New Jersey. <laughs> uh, and then, they, then you're like, oh, cool, what are the taxes like? And we're like, uh, just go to Moscow, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it all evens out. <laughs> You all get right. paid more. You pay more in taxes. It all even. It does out. all even out in the end, I guess. Uh, <laughs> nope, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, so that takes us right to New Jersey, where this uh, this past week, what came out in the news is that there is a middle school that forced uh, gender transition lessons onto students without parental consent. And uh, at first, you're like, "Oh, come on! It's just a bunch of parents going crazy." And then you read about it, and you're like, "Oh no, that was." That was wrong. Everything that happened there was wrong. <laughs> we're speaking about the. Are we surprised? No, no, we're not. Oh, so so did you? So uh, you did mention. I'm sorry. I don't know if you wrapped that part up. You did mention that we were that we have talked about this before. Episode one. I will link it in the show notes. Talks about the the gender and sexuality guidelines for New Jersey schools that are that they had last year and the year before to work on 
and that are being implemented in this 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 coming fall. Yeah, so I guess the whole idea is we talked about this two years ago, and uh, here it is. So uh, you can go back to listen to episode one and then episode two, which talks about how to make a good choice for of education for your child and what each what each choice you make will require of you because each choice requires uh, something. It requires sacrifice, and each choice requires different sacrifice, and each choice may require more sacrifice of engagement of either time and or resources by you, the parent. But uh, you will find both of those uh, episodes, I think, very edifying, although because we did not have the amazing uh, mix master, post-production producer, Jaeger, uh, then you will find the audio quality to be significantly less. So go back and listen to episode one and episode two. Be encouraged, exhorted in education, and then also be thankful that we have an awesome editor that makes us sound amazing. Because <laughs> we are. <laughs> All right. So this takes place. We are, oh, because I we thought you meant because we are amazing. we are thankful we are for thankful. Jaeger. I Sorry, thought you were like, because no, we, we are, are amazing. Ama- I'm like, wow. That's if, we, if anything we say makes relevant is. sense, it's only because of the grace of God. Let's be honest. We are not amazing. But yep. we are. We do sound amazing thanks to the wonderful editing styles of one Jaeger. You're the man. All right. Uh, this uh, school that we are now coming to um, is is from New Jersey. Good old Kinalon, New Jersey. Represent. Uh, <laughs> yes, represent Kinalon. <laughs> Let us represent you now in an absolutely horrible way. Way to go, everybody. Uh, at the Pearl R. Miller Middle School. Uh, that's right. I said middle school. Middle school. What grades does middle school cover, you may wonder? Well, middle school can cover anywhere from fifth to eighth grade. Middle school can can sometimes go lower. It depends on how your uh, district is proportioned. But uh, we're talking, in essence, here about kids that can range from 10, 11, uh, to 14. So we're, we're talking about an age range here that is still incredibly young and also scary to think that they might have. You know what I was doing? I was, I was collecting Pokemon cards and I was watching TV and I was like reading books and stuff. That's what I was doing then. Yeah. What were you doing? You were playing basketball and stuff. You, you were active. Nope. Not, not, in, not in fifth grade. Oh yeah. No, that's a little um, Not young. necessarily in sixth grade. You were still playing with GI Joes. Um, I guess no. You're a hacky sack. Grade, I had started doing some intramural sports. Did you do the hacky sack? Trends? I had a horrible. You're still talking. Had a horrible temper. I did not do hacky. We did. You know what? That's not true. But hacky sack like was it. more in high school than uh, it was okay. in middle school because yeah. I'm older than you. Fair <laughs> uh, so we did the hacky sack thing in, in middle schools. We used to get in trouble for hacky sacks and yo-yos. That was like yo-yos made a big bounce back when yeah, I was in did. seventh and eighth grade. Walk the um, dog, baby. Yeah, so so we used to get in trouble for like hacky sacking in the you know like you can't hacky sack in the hallway because I went to a. Christian school and uh, it was, had rules, uh, and now clearly like, rules are great. So I'm very thankful for rules. Way. Yeah, and now today it's, it's like never mind. <laughs> today it's like you, you can't, can't inject your testosterone <laughs> in the hallway. That's exactly what I was going to say. All right, um, <laughs> give me that hammer. Speaking of injecting testosterone, what exactly did that happen at this school? What happened at Pearl R Middle School? Well, let me tell you what Pearl R Middle School had happened. Um, the parents were told that there would be an assembly uh, that they could have opted out of. Uh, let's let's give you the title and see if you as a parent have a giant red flag. The title of the assembly that they were said, this, we're doing this assembly. If you'd like your children not to go, it's no problem. Just opt out. The assembly is entitled Stories of Adversity and Resilience Program. Now, I hear Stories of Adversity and Resilience Program and assume that, they're, that they found a local World War II veteran who's going to come in and tell you about how hard the war was. Right. Or perhaps someone who's had to struggle in a socioeconomic status, but has turned them... Yeah, or like made, a sports a, athlete with like made a, a prosthetic or something. Right, right. Like a, a person who has, has struggled through some sort of physical disability or someone who's yeah. made a business, has gone, come from nothing and made a successful business. Yeah. You know, Stories of like Adversity and Resilience. Yeah. 
No, it turns out that this was actually an assembly to gather their children together and force down transgenderism on their onto their child. Whoa! Uh, it was to force down the gender gender fluid ideology, to force down the myriads of genders that they could choose, and then also to literally show them physically how they too can transition. Yeah, New Jersey represent. <laughs> oh my gosh! I just want to say. Uh, it is not a godless place. We are very thankful for every person in our church and the the, the growth that God uh, has brought about through the, the faithfulness of his word and the spirit. So I just want to say that not a godless place. We're, we're, we're standing, we're holding, we're pushing. And if New Jersey pushes us out, we will gladly go to a state that actually receives us and allows us to control our own money and education, <laughs> wherever that may be. Lord God, call us where you want us and may that be in a state without income tax. Anyway, so, all right, moving forward. Um, and then exit tax. <laughs> and then exit tax. Why can't I leave my state without being taxed? <sighs> I don't teach you to leave New Jersey. <laughs> anyway. So sorry, Mr. Murphy. So sorry. This particular... <laughs> Just kiss the ring on the way out. Stop it. Leave me alone. All right. <laughs> Get your hands off of me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, this, this, so it, at the stories of adversity and resilience program assembly that they had for all the students, um, they literally ha- had a lesson in social studies. Uh, they had slideshows about gender identity, definitions of gender ideology. None, the parents were not aware of the details of any of this. This included, this is, this assembly included a, uh, a five, five and a half minute video, um, on, um, What's the title of the video, Jesse? Uh, I close it out. Uh, 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 I'm going. Ten years to... of testosterone. Ten years of testosterone. Um, it, it particularly jokes clicked... on you. You clicked on an ad. Oh, oh crud! <laughs> now you're going to get silver emails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it basically focuses on a person who transitioned. The video is um, again, again. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to identify this. All of the things they do are to show the God of kindness. You you must serve and worship the God of kindness and sacrifice your child on this altar because we are your we are your father. The government is your daddy. Uh, Karl Marx is your great grandfather, and you will you will literally do whatever we say because we can care and give you everything you need. That is what is happening here, and they make the video. If you, uh, link in the show notes. You watch the video. The video is set up to show a person who is a biological female at a young age. And you, you know what? It's you know what? It's so funny because it turns out that biological children, whether men or that's dumb, all children, whether male or female biologically, okay, as they were created by God, struggle with their bodies, their physical image, growing like they all it's a universal struggle across all time and space so what we're doing is taking something that has always been literally always been a universal struggle and we are now cramming down ideology that says this very normal struggle that we have all gone through is actually something that is totally changing your your sex it's totally changing you as if that was ever what is actually happening and it is disgusting so the video literally i mean it ha- it literally shows this person struggling with their identity and then it goes it li- it shows them uh having access 
having been affirmed and then given access to injectable testosterone, which it then shows them injecting into their leg. It then shows this person transitioning all the way uh, to adulthood where the testosterone has quite literally uh, grown a beard on them that they that they trim. It is It has them getting a haircut to, to be more masculine. It then shows them having a baby, having him... Uh, uh, having her have a baby with another woman and it's it is so infuriating that all they have done is said if you don't feel right this could be happening to you and it's great and it is not great and you you watch the video and you come to the end and at no point because this woman now has a beard and a, a man's haircut uh at no point do they ask the question like, where did the baby come from? Because last time I checked, two uteruses don't produce a baby. The last time I checked. So where did the baby come from? Like the whole video. Jokes on. No. Never mind. <laughs> knock on a. Knock on a mm. and, and this is what's <laughs> happening in education. And it is because of the ideologies of victimhood hierarchy it is because of the ideologies of cultural uh, hegemony. I want to make sure I didn't say that wrong this time. <laughs> cultural hegemony, the power structures, all set up from the atheistic, satanic man known as Karl Marx, who didn't, who wanted to have all of his stuff without any of the work. That's where it came from, and and this is where we're at today. So that the government can be your daddy. You know who loves this? This the 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 ideas the ideas here. Satan. Glo- yes, yes. <laughs> Which I guess might be synony- might be a synonym for the World Economic Forum. They love Whoa. this stuff so that they can control you. They love to set up these types of dichotomies: the haves and the have-nots. Right in this case, the the gender fluid versus everything else. Then, yeah, right. Yeah. Because I don't want to say cisgendered. It's the dumbest thing. Why do we say cisgendered? Why don't we just say... Don't play the game. I'm a man. I'm a woman. Yep. Not I am a cisgendered man. That's stupid. Of course you're a cisgendered man if you're a man. Because you are a man. There is no... There is not a myriad of choices here. It's not something that you can decide. Like the color of your shirt. It's not the same thing. You know what's hilarious? is There's this whole like... Like, like I, I would love to have a very rational and, well, this <laughs> is moving target, I guess, but I would love to have a, a calm conversation with somebody as to what an identity actually is. Because if we're supposed to form our physical bodies to whatever our we think our identity is, I would love a very clear definition of what our identity is. It's a it's a metaphysical thing, are we not? Why do we get mocked for worshiping God if they're worshiping a metaphysical God of identity? which is subjective to their personal preference. You're, like, pu- you're pulling on just you're all you're doing is pulling on these stupid threads that hang off of this thing. This these thoughts, these people that try to rationalize this, I just want you to understand. They're they're wearing like like great great grandma's old afghan. There are so many tattered edges to this thinking that if you and 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 if like you you know you 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 have to treat it super gently because if you pull on one thread the whole thing turns to dust. 
That's that's all you're doing. And you're you're absolutely correct because you're processing using the God-given rational reasoning as an image bearer that he gave you. We have to literally stop that in order to get this far. That's what we have to do. Um, and And again, the question here of who's your daddy, they're saying we are. The Biden administration, the Department of Education, Health and Human Services, they're saying, hi, we're your daddy. We'll tell you what to think and how you should speak. Don't say that. Do say this. Don't do that. Do do this. You know, I just said do do. <laughs> do do uh, this. You know those things that um that that a parent is supposed to lay down for their child? That's what the government is doing. They're saying, Oh, are you are you hungry? Here's some food. Do you need a house? Here's a house. Do you need money because we took away all of your job? Here here's some money. That's what the government's trying to set itself up to be. And when they do it, when they creep into the children, when they try to shove this stuff down, our children, my child, the answer has to be, dear Christian and any rationally thinking person, no. No, you may not. That is not your child. That is my child. I will give them value education. You are not a value education source. Yeah, I mean, here's the problem, though. Here's the problem is that they have been a value education. They have been a values education source for a very long time. It's just now the rubber's meeting the road, and there's this huge amount of cognitive dissonance between their message and the general public. But the public education has been has been a, a values-based education for a long time. It is a myth that education is neutral. And so, you know, part of me, part of me looks at these parents in the, in the school board meetings that are fighting so ardently against these ideologies. And I say, well, good on them. But the other part of me is like, well, then do something about it. Like what, like, why are you continuing to send your child to that school that's teaching that thing? Why would you allow that for another week until they make a decision or another month or another semester or another year until the board gets back to you? Like what, like, pull them out like if if all of our parents i think uh i forget what study it was it but or maybe it, perhaps it wasn't a study maybe it was just anecdotal like if all of the southern baptists right if all of the southern baptists pull their children out of public education the system would collapse and it would have to be rebuilt like like we have a tremendous amount of power and influence but our we keep sending our children to these government schools and then getting upset that the government school is doing what they want with them like what did you like what did you expect this is just an exercise in like lunacy at this point. A hundred percent. It is a hundred percent. It is a hundred percent exercise in the futility of sin. That is all that that is. And what I want to say, does that mean we get to ask people to repent? <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm at that oh, point. What, what to sending your kid to pub, private public school. I just meant the public school is a exercise in the futility of sin. I didn't necessarily mean that you sending them there is an exercise of futility. No, of what sin. what I was saying was what I was saying was we, <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. Just what, clarify well, what, what I was saying, just to be perfectly clear, so we can actually have an answer to that question, is what I was saying was we continue to send our children to public schools that are that do teach values, and we continue to send them knowing these things and not having these changed these things changing in our public education system. And so at some point you have to say, am I going to continue sending my child here when like they are teaching values that I do not want? Like, am I really going to continue doing that? And I personally said, I think that that's an effort in, you know, just kind of lunacy to think that you can, what is it like the definition of, it's not stupidity. 
the definition of the definition of insanity yeah. is doing the same doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. Right. And in my opinion, I think that that should be heavily considered by Christian parents sending their Christian children to uh, pagan education houses. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, uh, this is something that uh, <coughs> Buddy Bauckham has said. When you keep sending your children to Caesar, don't expect them to not turn into Romans. Right. All Caesar's yes. going to make them is little Romans. Um, and so, you know, hashtag no more Romans. That's what I say. And then they're going to turn around and be just like, look, render to Caesar. What is Caesar's? They're mine. Mm-hmm. They're, all they're doing is reaping the harvest of what they've sown in public education for the first 18 years of a child's life. Uh, it, you're absolutely right. Uh, one of the one of the things that becomes pervasive about this, by the way, this idea that, that government is now trying to say, we are your daddy, uh, so you will... Uh, come to us for everything, including uh, your children. Your children will come to us. We will be your child's parents. You are no longer your child's parents. So we will tell them what to educate. And you can see this by a teacher who says, these are my kids. They are not your kids. What do I tell my kids about my partner? You don't tell you anything about to your, to, to my kids about your partner. I don't know. Where are your kids? Do you and your partner have kids? How did you how did you and your partner have kids? There's so many questions there. But you can tell your kids all about your partner. I'm assuming your kids know about your partner. You cannot tell my kids about your partner because they are not your kids. Um and so uh what this culture, and this is important for you to understand, what this culture does is completely, as we've read in the government documents that have just been released by the Biden administration, as we've identified in this school in, in New Jersey that showed a video that did not tell the parents about the video at all, as we've seen in, in, in that video, everything about this is made to affirm a child who is struggling with their their identity all children struggle with their identity and i here just anecdotal story all right government documents said children three to five can identify their gender right that's what they that's boy that's what they told us (laughs) okay i uh i remember when my my oldest son who's named uh mason okay he's he is now uh 11 Uh, when he was about two he really liked to wear a particular pair of my wife's shoes. They were a bright turquoise blue high heel. And it was adorable and cute, and he would put them on. Do you know why, people? Do you know why? It's not because he's a girl. The kid is quite possibly the most masculine 11-year-old I've ever seen. <laughs> he is, he's not a girl, and he didn't think he was a girl. It's because they were bright, they were colorful, and he loves his mother. Why are we so foolish and stupid? Sometimes a girl may want to play with a truck. Why? Because trucks are cool. They move. They do work. She sees them in practice. I mean, we have become so foolishly ignorant that we cannot even identify what is just normal behavior. Normal behavior. And so they show these things as if being nice means everything that has ever been said is just real and just affirmed, and that's what you must do. The answer is absolutely not. No no Department of Education, no Joe Biden administration, you are not my parent. You're not my child's parent. You're no one's parent. Well, I mean, he's... He, I said Joe Biden administration. Joe oh, Biden okay. Is a, okay. Joe Biden <laughs> is a parent. Don't forget Bo. 
And I would not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, just given the family, I wouldn't model any of your parenting skills by Joe Biden. Um, just taking a look in a gander there, I would just advise that against that. What, 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 what do you mean? <laughs> nope. Come on, go- come on, man. Not going into it. Um, <laughs> if you are a single father or a single mother, we would encourage you uh, very much to get involved in a local church and find safety and community in a family of God that can help you and, and, and encourage you. And uh, church, if you're not doing that, then shame on you. You, you need to fix it. Because Joe Biden was a single father for a time. I just want to say that. There All right. You go. Um, and this is in direct contrast. Here's the reality. They do not give you any alternative. Uh, so another, we'll link this article in as well. Um, uh, back in February, there's a mother who came out uh, using uh, with her live chat that she had uh, with an organization called the Trevor Project, which is literally designed to um, help cultivate children in transgender ideology. By um, cultivate, they mean kidnap. <laughs> um, what the, the word used by the article and the mother as well was that it's much more grooming than anything else. And uh, you have to be careful with the word groom because it's always directly associated with like uh, predatorial sexual uh, malfeasance. Um, but here, when we say groom, we're, we're literally saying grooming, that is cultivating right them into transgender ideology. Um, so she herself, the mother, posed as a, uh, a 15-year-old um, and began chatting on the Trevor Project's chat section with uh, a person who, was t- who literally walked her through, even though she continued to communicate that she was confused, continued to communicate that she had, had concerns, um, she... It continued to walk her through and totally solely aff- affirm her desire for hormones, her desire for uh, uh, chest binding uh, devices, her desire uh, as a transgender, even though she continued to say she was confused. And so what these organizations are not doing is saying, hey, wait a minute, let's take a pause. Why don't we just even ask a question? Why do you even think you have gender dysphoria? Why are you even struggling with your gender identity? We're not even, they're not even offering the opportunity to actually evaluate these things. Um, I'll, I'll link to another story, another uh, interview uh, done um, by, uh, it's an interview of, I just totally lost her name, Helena, uh, Helena Kirshner, who uh, at 15 had transitioned and is now detransitioned. And by the way, there's actually many people who have detransitioned. It's actually not necessarily uncommon, though they would like to tell you that it never happens. Uh, you're full of crud. That 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 people never detransition and it always is helpful. And it's not true. It's not always helpful. And many people actually have detransitioned. Um, it turns out we make a lot of really dumb choices as children, and we don't let children literally do anything for themselves because they can't. They would literally two year olds would eat themselves into a chocolate coma and die. Right? Like we don't we don't let children decide what to wear outside when it's cold or warm. We don't like. <laughs> Like my my son would my son would face frostbite in in the middle of January rather than actually wear the appropriate level of clothing. Like we don't let them do these things. Um, anyway, she Helena Kirshner in, in an interview on the Michael Knowles show actually detailed her journey and detailed every process of it being completely affirming. In the United States, you can get testosterone uh, without any parental consent. You do not need parental consent to get testosterone and begin injecting yourself. You don't even need a psychological evaluation to get the testosterone. And and we have to become honest with ourselves that Planned Parenthood has done far more than just kill kids. They're now trying to change them too. We should be very 
very cautious about these organizations that connect themselves to the government who is telling us that we must always affirm our kids' gender, even if they're literally warring against their biology. And these organizations that are connected to that government that says that, well, of course, they're going to begin to adopt that exact procedure. It's just scary. It is It is literally grooming children into this ideology. And that is because this ideology will only further the Marxist revolution. That is, it is absolutely what is happening because, because the world hates God. That's, that's what this is. I'm sorry. I've been ranting yep. a lot. How are you doing over there? I'm doing great. Ready for a wrap up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry if I got passionate and ranted a lot this episode. It is, yeah, I am, you should. Well, you wouldn't be. let me bring any levity to anything, so I just had to sit here. <laughs> you can't. If you can't. If you're a parent and you're not incensed by the reality of what's going on around you, right? That the government would say that, that you're that they're your they're your child's parent. Uh, then I don't know why why you why did you have kids? Like why why are you a parent? Right. Well, to wrap up, there's going to be a lot of great resources in the show notes. Uh, lots of things you can you can link to. Uh, you don't have to take it's like reading Rainbow. Don't take my word for it. Uh, go and read for yourself. Go and look for yourself. Go and watch the videos. Go and tell me how you feel about your child watching any other child inject anything into their body as a video that you try, that they're trying to educate your child on. Like honestly, the only place that should be happening is if your child needs insulin and they go to the nurse. There's no other. There's no. I can't think of any other reason why I would want any of my children watching anybody shoot inject anything into their body with a needle. But I don't. My my yep. my 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 eleven year old doesn't need to see that. Yep. The, in fact, their their only interaction with needles has been from the doctor to receive things that are medically necessary, and so now they're seeing that, and it's oh well, this is obviously medically necessary. Obviously, that this what this young woman needs to shoot testosterone into their leg. Of course. Yeah, I mean the the, the document. I mean, it was only a five minute long video. We we both actually watched it right before we recorded, and the, the person says, "I deserve to be happy," and w- that's such a harmful message to literally anyone, um, especially someone who's hurting. Because if you deserve to be happy, you will do whatever you can to get whatever you think happiness is. And that's what a lot of that's what a lot of these these hurting trans people who have transitioned do. They they try and they look and they waste away and many commit suicide. I mean the the rates of suicide are exponentially higher post transition than they are um, just, just letting this go. And it's, it like at one point, do we have to say you are part I mean, this is so our culture, right? Our culture is a culture of death. They don't care if people die. We will ignore those statistics. The, the CDC will cover up those statistics. We will call abortion healthcare and we will tell these kids to transition. Who cares if they die? They're going to die. They better do it and decrease the surplus population, right? Yeah, it's, it's. There's so many strings to pull on here. They just want to try to find alternative facts. They create whole organizations to do different research to find alternative facts, saying that everything is great. Don't look over here. Don't look behind the curtain. Look at these numbers. These are the right numbers. These are the numbers we're telling you are right, and we're your daddy. You'll listen to us. I'm, I can I can assure you that regardless of whatever information they're trying to use to generate their numbers, here's the reality. They are, we are warring against God when we do this, if we don't do it 
correct. <laughs> if we don't do it biblically, if we don't do it in a way that honors God, it, it is not nice to let someone live in a lie. So be a parent today. That's what this episode's about. Be a parent. Be involved. If you're, and, Don't let the government be your kid's parent. And oh my goodness, if your child is in public education and you are not at every school board meeting, if you're not asking and requesting to evaluate every drop of curriculum as a parent, then let me assure you, your, parent, your child is being parented by the government, not you. That is Justin's opinion and mine is far worse. So we will uh, leave that at that. Yeah, we're not. I, I think it's good that we end this before you start judging people. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's already happened. So. Oh no! Uh, well, this has been episode sixty-two. Don't worry, I'm working. I'm working through my Bible on it. <laughs> Who's your daddy? <laughs> Once Who's your I'm daddy? done, we can slap it on there. Who's your daddy? It better be parents. Parents are the parents, not the government. Don't let the government be your child's daddy. Amen. 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 Well, we hope that uh, this episode has encouraged you to be involved in your child's education. We hope that it has opened your eyes to what's going on in the culture around you so that you cannot be ignorant, dear Christian, but you can indeed be a man of Issachar, reading the times and understanding what indeed the children of God should be doing. Pull your kids out of the public school. And then there's Jesse mumbling those things that whether or not you listen to or not, there they are. <laughs> so this day, dear Christian, <laughs> we hope that you will seize, seize the faith. faith.